Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me and all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hello to all of my wonderful listeners and welcome back to the August light. Today's topic has me letting down my guard a little more than usual. So I'm going to need y'all to bear with me. Over the last few weeks, my spirit has been feeling a little wonky, almost like there's this weight sitting on it. So I figured I'd get some of that weight off of it by sharing a bit. I mean, that's what this show is all about, right? Right. Now, within the last month or so, I had a good, ugly, gut-wrenching cry out of pure frustration. After this wonderful soul cleanse, I noticed this expulsion of emotions came about because it felt like God had been blocking everything I was trying to do at every turn. And instead of me just being still, I kept trying to do things my way until I finally broke down and allowed myself to feel some of the unpleasant feelings I had been pushing down. Now, I'm not opposed to allowing my tears to flow freely or above brokenness, partially because I know brokenness is the foundation of blessings. Secondly, Crying detoxes the body and soul. Third, bad bitches have bad days too. I started to feel lost and uncertain about my place in the world, unsure about what I have to offer as an actress, and I was forgetting what made me special. Thus, today's show is all about remembering the uniqueness of oneself, how the challenges we face are used to remind us of who we are, and the spirituality of it all. Now, I might have to take us to church a little bit in today's show, so if you're sensitive to religion, then this might not be the episode for you. However, I do think there is something for everyone in today's show, but exactly what isn't for me to decide. Before I get into today's topic, I want to share this quote I came across that I think is fitting for today. Know what sparks delight in you so that you, in your own way, can illuminate the world. Oprah Winfrey. For me, My light shines brightest when I'm helping others out of pure kindness. In every part of my life for as long as I can remember, I've always been charitable towards people. I love volunteering and sharing my knowledge about different things, especially if I think it can help someone. I do it without asking for anything in return because something supernatural happens when you give to people for no reason other than you just want to. What I feel and see happening when I show kindness to someone is worth the sacrifice. It's as if I get a front row seat to watch someone's spirit shift and a burden lift. I love witnessing this growth. I also love to perform. There is something magical about being able to make people feel and connect to someone or something. There is healing in being an artist. We inspire, uplift, educate, and empower people. To leave someone in awe of you for simply doing what you love is a blessing. I also think it's important to mention that sometimes I forget these things. I forget my why. I forget this special quality I have to bring comfort to people when they're in need. Sometimes I hate that my kindness attracts certain people, but 
I have to do better about remembering that everyone deserves kindness. I can honestly feel when I'm being rude to someone and it hurts their feelings. Yeah, I know I can't be everything to everyone and I have to make sure I protect my peace in order to make sure I am operating at my best self. I know I shouldn't overgive or allow everyone access to me, but there should be a bare minimum level of kindness I offer everyone. The balance to all of this is delicate. You give too much, you feel depleted. You give too little and you betray the very person you're meant to be. You become dishonest about the very thing that makes you so damn special. So how do you keep your cup from being empty while still running over? What if we don't have just one cup? What if God gave us multiple cups? Say a cup for friendship, love, our career, family, or strangers. And what if all of those cups are full except one? But in order to fill your empty cup, you have to give from the ones that are running over. Because giving from areas that you are plentiful in allows others to come along and fill the cup that's empty. It's a cycle of giving and receiving, but in a way where everyone's greatest gift is used to fill others that lack it. If we surround ourselves with people who have the very things we lack and are willing to share it, how could we ever be without? See, I think our shortcomings and challenges exist so that we're forced to find people that possess the very gifts we need to elevate ourselves to our next season of life. God made it where people need people because he gave each of us something distinct. It's like we're all trying to make a feast, aka fulfill our purpose in life. But in order to complete the recipes for each dish, we have to go to different markets or people to get the ingredients we need. Sometimes the market we need is closed when we get there. Other times the market hasn't been built or the ingredient isn't ready just yet. When this happens, God arrests us. Arrest derives from the Latin words ad and restar. Ad meaning to, and restar meaning remain or stop. Thus, arrest literally means to remain or to stop. There are points in our journeys where God will require you to stop or remain in a place until you are ready for the next step. When I was working on last week's episode, a feeling of deja vu came over me and it lasted longer than it usually does. In that moment, I felt a familiar feeling. I felt like God was arresting me. I felt like I was being told to remain still, like I was in a holding pattern that planes fly right before they're clear to land. It's a feeling I haven't had in a while, but I know that when it comes that God is working on my behalf and a breakthrough is on the horizon. I know that something is shifting that will allow me to walk into rooms I could only imagine. Lately, I've been questioning how I show up in the world and what could I possibly offer. I've been questioning if God made a mistake when he placed this vision on my life of being a successful actress and entrepreneur, which we all know are technically the same thing. But I know this questioning was in error because every challenge I face, I overcome. There is a standard I carry. Standard as in the banner that's taken into battle that lets your enemy know all that you've overcome. I have mine with me at all times because I know that there are battles listed on it that I've forgotten about. Ones that I didn't know were won on my behalf and silent ones that most will never know about. These battles have allowed me to obtain most of the ingredients for the dishes in my feast. Many are special ingredients that contribute to making me who I am. Some remind me of how much I've grown. Others are the very reason for why my light is so bright and the foundation for which I stand. At the root of it all is my spirituality. 
Y'all know what time it is. We've come to the part of the show where I get to have a little fun, entertain y'all a bit, or just do something I want to do or share something I want to share. Of course, today is no different. So let's call today's segment Testimony. Many moons ago, I worked for this company for about five years before becoming a manager. And many of those days, weeks, months, and years were spent in misery. I was working for about $10 an hour and often spent my days dealing with nothing but problems as I was the accounting manager. This meant I spent my days chasing down money that wasn't mine and being the barrier between folks and their ability to purchase things on credit. Now, my time with the company didn't start off bad, but over time, I learned how truly toxic this place and people were. This doesn't negate all the amazing people I met or the good times and bonds I formed. But overall, it wasn't a place that brought me peace or happiness. Why? Because I've always known on some level that I wanted to be an actress and to work for myself. Working at this job put me in a position where I was stuck between a rock and a hard place as it didn't pay me enough nor afforded me the time to put myself in a position to pursue my dreams. However, the discomfort I felt working there was a recipe for a blessing. Now, you would think that after five years of working in a place I truly disliked that I would be actively looking for a new job and ready to get the heck out of Dodge. Well, yes and no. See, I was putting in applications, interviewing, and preparing my exit plan, but I was also waiting on God to tell me when to move. During this season of my life, I spent many a days and nights in prayer. I remember feeling like I was stuck in a season of stillness. All I could do was wait on my cue to move. Now, this is where it gets interesting. As many of you know, I spent my birthday traveling somewhere. I've done this for many, 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 many years. And that year, I had no desire to change that. So I planned a trip for my birthday, like always, and requested the time off. However, the problem with this was that my birthday was in the middle of the week that year, and it fell during one of our busiest weeks of the year. So the time off was denied. But I was determined not to be at work for my birthday, so I booked the trip and let the chips land where they may. I should also mention that I did ask my boss for only two days off, and agreed to work the rest of the week, but he wouldn't budge. In the weeks leading up to my birthday, I prayed and asked God for a sign that would let me know it was finally time to leave this job. And he delivered, y'all. The Sunday before I was to put in my two-week notice, I received a word while at church. Interestingly enough, we had a guest pastor this week. Side note, I don't usually take to guest speakers because not every pastor is for every member. But this pastor told a story I'll never forget. He said his grandson was playing with his toy and got his hand stuck inside. He and everyone else there tried to get the toy off the boy's hand every way they could, but it wouldn't come off. So he thought to himself, well, how did he get his hand in there in the first place? This made him realize his grandson had reached his hand inside the toy and was probably trying to get something out of it. And now he was holding on to whatever it was. So he asked his grandson, what are you holding on to? His grandson told him some change. So he reached into his pocket and pulled out a handful of change and told him, if you let go of that little bit you're holding on to, then I'll give you everything I have in my hand. 
The little boy released the pennies he was holding on to and freed his hand from the toy. What I learned from this was that sometimes we desperately try to hold on to the little we have, that it causes us to get stuck. But if we trust God and let go of the little, he'll bless us with more than we asked for. In that moment, I knew I had been holding on to pennies for way too long. So I turned in my two weeks notice and trusted that God would provide. The crazy part is, I handed in my notice the same day my boss gave me a raise, which was less than a quarter, y'all. When I handed in my notice, I was terrified, but I also felt liberated. And I knew everything was going to be okay because I was stepping out on faith. Within a week of turning in that notice, I got an email from a company I had interviewed with. They were offering me a job with a salary that paid 10 grand more than I'd asked God for. Because I trusted that God had more for me, I was able to quit my job, get another that put me in a much better position, and still go on the vacation for my birthday. I hope today's episode reached who it needed to reach, touched who it needed to touch, and that by sharing my story, you're encouraged to walk in your purpose and in your light. Until next time. Be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of the August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.